Hello and welcome to Is This Live? <laughs> oh no, what was, that, what was that episode we did where we had your uh, Elliot's Drive Time Radio? Was it Elliot's? Yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Was it Drive Time it's or back. Night Time? Night Time Radio is, is back today because my, my chest infection uh, has carried on and uh, it's just a little bit a little bit gentle, but um, I'm getting there now. How are you, Rob? All right? Hello. <laughs> is it the chest infection or is it a combination of being at the football yesterday and the chest no, infection? No, I, I actually kept... It was really hard, but I kept pretty quiet yesterday. Um, I was, like, cheering and going, yeah. But, like, in my body, I was quite animated. But my voice, and obviously there's a little bit of croakiness from cheering a little bit at the end. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's it's generally it's all right. I mean, I'm I'm on the mend. I just haven't really used my voice for a week. I had to cancel choirs, so disaster. I've just yeah, I've just not really used anything. <laughs> I've just been playing FIFA and watching TV all week. Um, so I'll tell you what, what we're going to talk about today. Uh, coming up, we have got topic of the week where we're going to talk about heroes, which is going to be leading on from Mother's Day. Which uh, we just thought like mothers are heroes, so we're going to go on from there. We've also got coming up of the Sutcliffe versus Slater. So you may remember back that we did the Oscars. We predicted the Oscars. We've got the Oscars results coming up. Uh, all the money we're going to give to charity, so that's coming up. So without further ado, 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 ado. Without further ado, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah. You seemed very chirpy this morning when you uh, you sent me a message saying, "When are we doing the podcast? When are we doing the podcast?" It's I, was walking, I was walking a dog at that point. Oh, we are. Yeah, I'm looking after it's a dog over I... the weekend. Oh, what's the dog called? What's Mia. the dog? Mia. She's a oh. Labrador thing, golden Labrador. A Labrador thing. I think. I think I'm <laughs> oh. not very good. You know when people say, "What kind of dog is it?" It's like well, it's a dog. I'm not very good at like the breeds. Yeah. Of dogs, but I think it's a Labrador. But she's a dog. Yeah, she's she's sound sound. I'm just walk, I'm gonna walk throwing a ball. How do you know her? It's one of Claire's friends. Dog. All one right. of Claire's friends is his dog. dog. <laughs> is that how you say that? Yeah. Uh, so we and you just dog sitting. Yeah, we look after her every now and then. So I was out walking. <laughs> dog. I like it, me. I love having a dog. Uh, just not allowed one. Yeah. Oh, does Claire not want you to have one? Well, they are a tie, aren't they? they are, this is the problem, you know. Obviously, the, the people who were looking after, they've gone to Edinburgh for the weekend. So yeah. they're looking after their dog. But, like, if you didn't have someone to look after your dog, how would you go away for two weeks on holiday and all that? Do you know what I mean? They are a tie, but... I know, and they, they cost a bit, don't they? You I, know, probably I do enjoy having one. I just enjoy going out for a walk with them. You know, just just someone to come and put their head on your lap and say, how are you doing? You know, just to give it a little stroke. And, oh, I know. I just enjoy having a dog. Well, I, I was also chirping because I was, I was at the football yesterday as well. We, we, yeah, we both were at the football and we both had positive results. I didn't so think I didn't I'll, think Man United were going to win yesterday. And I was dead happy about it. Yeah, I was thinking because I watched it on TV. Uh, we had the early kickoff, didn't you? Yeah. And uh, I was watching it. and I thought, oh, bless him, he'll be there now cheering. I wasn't. I wasn't cheering that much. You know, do you know this? Like, I don't. You know, like in football, it's going to get a bit political, this, right? But you know that they're always about, like, oh, racism, kick it out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we were playing Liverpool yesterday. 
And every single yeah. chant we've got, right, it's just anti-Scouser. Like, like every single one is like just anti-Scouser. And you just think to yourself, I know Scousers are a race of people. But, well, no, but they are a, they are a collective, aren't they? Yeah, but that, 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 so I was thinking to myself, I was like, where's the line? Mm. And I'm sure he had a serial killer next to me. I mean, he didn't. He didn't cheer anything, anything. But every time Liverpool had the ball, he just kind of went under his breath. Kick him, kick him. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, oh god, I'm sure he's a serial killer. But like, oh, you know, dear. everything's just anti-scouser. I just, I just felt like, I just feel a bit uncomfortable about it. I know it's all banter and that, but I just feel a bit uncomfortable. I think it is banter. And then when the ninety minute, when the whistle goes at the at the end of the match, I mean, where, where we were yesterday. We, we were right next to the West Ham fans and Burnley and West Ham you know they both wear claret and blue don't they yeah. generally and and the cheer all of the home fans were dressed like the claret so we were always saying like oh god why are you, why are you wearing a why are you wearing a kit like a proper shouting at them and cheer and it was good everyone was going wild for it but there was some real trouble at the end because of yeah you, did you see it on the saw, telly yeah I saw it on match of the day uh, yeah I think then people it was what happened basically the, the people have run on the pitch aren't they because they're not happy with the owners and all that isn't it? they're not happy yeah. with the directors at West Ham so they've run on the pitch to protest but like for me then people should be banned for life do you think so yeah yeah 100% like what I mean and like I saw Mark Noble who's a West Ham player like push one of the players down to the ground and stuff but completely yeah. right if I was at Rock Choir if I was at Rock Choir doing my job playing my piano and someone just ran up in the middle of me teaching a song started bashing my yeah. piano and getting in my face I'd be like I'd move them away and kick them out and be like what you doing get them out get out my yeah. face and people think that the footballers should just have to sit there and take that someone's going to run in the middle of their job and give them a load of grief and that's what it is it's their job it's, the, it's their space you're not supposed to go exactly. on the pitch Band for it's life. their space I, I don't agree with pitch invasions when teams win and stuff because that like fans and players can clash and I just don't agree with it me in general yeah. but no I mean I, I, I was happy with the result this weekend really happy um, I, I was I was and you know even though I think some of the chants are a bit <laughs> mental <laughs> like we've got one do you remember Park G Sung yeah yeah, and it goes, yeah, because yeah, he's from South, was he South Korean? He was, wasn't South, he? South Korea, yeah. Yeah, so we've got one, and like, you know, the racism kicking out. This is the chant goes, Park, Park, wherever he may be, he eats dogs in his own country. It could be worse, he could be scouse, eating rats in a council house. And I'm sat there thinking to myself, like, nothing's PC about that chant, is there? You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's racism and flagging off the Scousers at the same time yes, yeah it is it's it's bullying isn't it <laughs> it is but I mean I love the banter and I love that at the end of the day you know it, it, it can all be friendly but the Liverpool Man United thing is a bit bit more than that but yeah that, that one runs a bit deeper doesn't it, it it does but I think it's so funny when we used to have Wayne Rooney playing for us we'd, we'd have all these Scouser chants and then the next minute Rooney Rooney he's a Scouser himself <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> it's just mental when you think about it oh god but I mean the biggest ones today and it ranges Celtic I mean that's that's even deeper isn't it in football that's a big one that's a big yeah, one I'm, I'm trying to think of of rivalries in um 
you know, international sports that, that aren't necessarily football. Like, obviously, in Spain, in football, there's the Madrid at Barcelona mm-hmm. and Real Madrid, which is called El Clasico. And well, I, I think mean, the football's a tribal thing, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'm just thinking, it, like, American football or baseball, the, the rivalry thing doesn't really happen, does it? And if I'm not sure. I don't really follow them sports. If you are American football uh, follower, uh, let us know if there's any rivalries. Um, I, I mean, or I anything like that. I don't really follow many sports other than football, but I, I mean, apart from things like golf and tennis, but there's not really a rivalry in tennis, is there? And golf, it's just competing against no, the other no, man. No, it's just yeah, and be the best. I think a team sport is where the rivalry comes in. Yeah, the, the mob, the mob element, I which know. I think is where American football would probably come in. But the American football thing is a bit, it's a bit different because necessarily. The home, the HQ, the franchise centre of, say, the New England Patriots isn't necessarily in New England. It's over the other way of the country. And, like, you know, so it's not that you don't have a home ground, say. Yeah. Like, so it's really, yeah, it's weird. I don't know about the rivalry thing. But it's good. I do like it. And it it does bring some more fire to the sport, I think. Just one more thing on sport before we uh, we move on because I know some people hate sport. But you know, like, we you know we're professional singers. Well, we're supposed to be. Yes. We're supposed to be, aren't we? Um, you know, when we go to like when I go to football, even though I'm like a professional singer, if the chants start, I don't sing them. I, I chant them like you know, like, like so we're like. I mean, the chant would be 20 times, 20 times, Man United. <laughs> you don't sing, you don't do that, though, do you? You just go into 20 times, 20 times, Man United. And you just, you'd end up being like a yob when you actually can sing it professionally if you wanted to. And I find no, that, I always find I that quite funny uh, that you do that. You just and it's no, nay, never. Yeah. No, nay, never, no more. Yeah, you just wouldn't do it, would you? It's, a, it's just funny, isn't it? That you just turn all the skill you've ever learned throughout your whole career just goes out the window just for you to just go... <laughs> shout, shout in with the Me, man. Me, man. Me, make fire. Me, man. Scream, chant. Oh, I love it. Oh. Anyway, so... Let's it's, move on. It's, uh, it's, um, it's Sunday... It is Sunday. It's Sunday the 11th of March today. And it's Mother's Day, isn't it? It is Mother's Day in the UK. It's Mothering Sunday today. I think um, in Canada and America they have it next month or in May. I think they've got it in May. But we have it now, don't we? I don't understand why. I sent my mum a card this, this, uh, this year, right on time. Because I've always think about cards, making sure I send them on time, because I'm rubbish with the post. And um, normally I go up and see my mum on either Mothering Day, Mother, Mother's Day or a birthday. It's two weeks apart. Right. So I always go on one of them. But this this year I can't go to either, so I'm going to go next week in the middle of it. Oh, that's good. Gonna, good move. I know, I got two birds, one stone, isn't it, there? So, see, yeah. I've got- hiya mum, I hope you got your card. Happy Happy Mother's Day. My mum don't listen, so there's no point in me saying anything to her. But I got her a card, I got her a bottle of champagne. But I've I've obviously got Harry Avener, who can't go to the shops and get his mum a present. Oh, and I he feel needs to try harder. He does need to try harder. So, but what you've got to do at this point, when you know, when you've got young kids, you need to set like examples of what 
you're going to do for Mother's Day because it starts traditions, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, do you get the yeah, grandparents a card? Do you not? Do you get the grandmas a card? Do you not? Do you know what I mean? And like, do you just get a card or do you get a present? If you get a present, do you have to get a present every year or can you change back to flowers? And you need to make sure you're setting this in. But like, so I've got to get my mum a present and then I've got to get Claire a present from Harry. So it's, yeah, it's all a bit yeah. complicated, but he got a, he got Claire a Yankee candle with a personalised oh. like picture on it, picture of her and Harry. Oh, that's good for him. That's a good thought, isn't it? And I just want to say to all the mums out there, until I had my own child, you know, I knew my mum did a lot for me, but until I had my own child, I didn't realise how much they've done through your life. And just big, big respect to all the mothers out there, because you do a good job. And it's an hard job. So happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And so can you just do a great job? Just do a great job. I'm just proud of all the mums out there. Everything they do, I'd be lost without my mum. You know what I mean? You know when you got something when you get an oil in the top or a stain on the top you can't get rid of. You give it your mum. That's gone, isn't it? That stain's gone. It's gone. It's like silly bang. The good like that. They are good. Yeah. But anyway, they do. It, yeah, without even thinking it. My mum all the time. Whenever whenever I'm visiting my mum. She said, right, and I'm like, oh, we're going out for dinner. We're going to go here. Um, regardless of whatever, she just looks at me and she's like, do you want that top ironing? Do you need those jeans ironing? Do you want to look better? I've got, I can do it. I can sort this out for you. And then before I know it, I've got my top off. She's ironing my shirt. I'm feeling better and looking better about myself. And I'm like, oh, thanks, mum. I wouldn't have done that at all. Before I, um, um, before I went to, um, I used to do this before I went to choir. I used to, because I used to like wear like, you know, a shirt and I, my mum my comes to my Monday choir my rock choir I used to wear like a shirt on a Monday I don't do it anymore because I haven't got time but I used to just turn up to my mum's house in this crease shirt knowing <laughs> knowing farewell that she'd look at my shirt and go I'll iron that for you take that off I'll iron it for you <laughs> <laughs> really terrible there but I just knew that she'd do it so <laughs> she's good anyway happy Mother's Day to everyone involved um, so uh, let's move on to this. Topic of the week. We're going to be talking today about heroes, and this is topic of the week. Now, yeah, this is so this has come from Mother's Day because my mum to me is a hero, and I believe that a lot of mothers are heroes. I mean, a lot of respect to mums there. Eh? I mean, we've already said it, but the heroes, and I, I just thought heroes can come from this from the topic of the week so I mean when I say to you Elliot heroes what what what's the first thing that comes to mind there chocolates <laughs> miniature heroes is that the first thing that Cap- comes to your mind <laughs> Cadbury's miniature heroes no um, <laughs> the first thing that comes to my head is well this is it you, you mentioned this about an hour ago so oh, we're going to talk about heroes and i couldn't think because the, the the um the topic is is quite huge yeah. there is somebody uh, not necessarily someone we know but there is someone in the world that has made a personal difference to everyone yeah right so i watch tv and you just you see these people on the news and some some they've done something they've, they've done something for science or they've done something for uh, entertainment and they've changed people's lives they've inspired someone to become an actor or become a singer or and to them they are somebody's hero and i feel that it's inspiration and it, it is essentially it demonstrates that 
well, it just demonstrates humanity, I think. Yeah. Someone, Someone's inspired and someone looks up to someone for the rest of their life and it gives someone purpose. Heroes give people purpose. Mm-hmm. See, when, when, what a, when I say the word heroes, I automatically think of superheroes straight away. I think most people yeah. do, don't they? Like Batman, Superman and all that kind of thing. But then I think yeah. you, you can kind of get the idea from them what a hero is. So I've, I've got the definition of hero. So um, a person who is admired for their courage, outstanding achievements or noble qualities. Now, I mean... Oh, so I was, I was right then. You were pretty right, yeah. Pretty pretty bad <laughs> on. So do you, do you have any personal heroes of yours? Personal heroes that I know? Just personal. I mean, I have a few personal heroes. I have, I have like, sporting heroes, mu- music heroes. Um, yeah. For more for me. But, I mean, these are all things from when I was younger. I don't think yeah, I have... Yeah, me too. I don't from think when, from more, when I was young. Have, uh, go on, then. Have you got any? Just on a personal level, um, my, my granddad was. My granddad was my hero. Uh, it's... Four years since he died yesterday, so it was just it was an anniversary. It was death. My mum reminded me yesterday, and I, I was thinking he was he was just a person to be around. He was the most positive person, and he told me and my three cousins. He basically showed us the way. Gr- grandparents are the best, right? Um, I've only got my grandma now, so it's um, one of those things that my granddad never did anything wrong in my life and he always told me the best thing to do and he was always funny and always told loads of jokes and I love, I love him to bits um, but yeah as on a personal level granddad do you know, do you know and what, while you're talking about yours do you know uh, what, I'll think about do you know why grandparents are the best go on because they don't have to put up with all the stuff that comes with it. I've learnt this having a child right like you see your grandparents and like <laughs> like how they act with you, with your grandkids, and it's because they don't have to, you know, they don't have to put the rules in anymore. They don't have to, you know, do, do, you know what I mean? They don't, do they? Do they kind of like free reign? Like, oh, I can just be the best. Have best a load bits. of chocolate. Have some biscuits. Have some crisps, and then send you back. And do you, know, do you know what I mean? But grandparents, yeah, they are good. I mean, I never met my granddad. I never met my dad's dad. Never met him. Um, I've got one grandma left now but my grandpa was I, I enjoyed my, my grandpa was I did look up to him and he taught me a lot of things you know like I think they teach you a lot of things don't they granddads and grandpas I think especially as, as, a, as a boy being a boy I think you look up to them as like the head of the family kind of idea don't you uh, for yeah. me my, I, have, I have quite a few um, my personal heroes I mean <laughs> mine are quite silly from when I was a kid so like David Beckham was a big hero of mine. I was going to say David Beckham, yeah. <laughs> but he's just a... He's, he's one of them men where if you came home and he was in bed with Claire, I'd just go, I'll, I'll be downstairs, just come have a chat when you're done. Do you know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's how much do I admire David. David. <laughs> Beckham, that's, there's an invitation there for you, David. Invitation <laughs> right there. I'm sure Claire might... I'll ask Claire, see what she's up for. Um, yeah, it should be alright which is, should, should be happy pimping, with David Beckham pimping out my girlfriend yeah it's David Beckham <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Beckham yeah definitely hero and my other I would say my other big hero is uh, Sir Paul McCartney alright oh, yeah um, I mean I understand that I mean as, as a musician when I, when I I mean I would say he became my hero when I was about 16 really but I was a bass player I was a keyboard player uh, I, I was doing a bit of singing and looking at, da- at what Paul McCartney did 
he was the bass player, he was the singer, he was the leader of the band and all the kind of things I wanted to do is what Paul McCartney did. So I would say, yeah, Macca and uh, Bex, but I've still got a soft spot for Cantona, definitely in there. I always turn uh, my collar up on my polo shirts because of Eric Cantona. You do, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I turn the collar up on my polo shirts because of that man. But uh, You do. Yeah. I can't really think of, of anyone right now. I might... You know, it might creep to me uh, so during no, the episode. I mean, as a musician, have you not got any musical? Era? I did have, yeah. I had when I was a kid. The the, the one who got me into music, uh, the the one person was Jean Michel Jarre, um, and he's French Euro pop uh-huh. synth um, advocate in the seventies, and is. Uh, his work with synthesizers in the 60s and 70s kind of brought keyboards and electronic music to the to the modern, you know, to the public eye. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, Europop happened and then Kraftwerk happened and, you know, and then it went to New Order. Mm-hmm. And and the, the borders, the lines between electronic nerdy music and all of this, like, scientific geek computer music and rock and pop started to blend and then because of it you had culture club and then you had you know um all all of our 80s pop and because of that i think that's what got me into music but i never really liked that stuff as a kid i just liked jean-michel jean because that was instrumental because i'm a classical classically trained pianist and all of that music that i heard was very classical all of the building the the structure of it was classical music with electronic sounds and synthesised drums and stuff, and I loved it. And that that was what got me into music. That's the reason I think he's the reason I am a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, however much he did, like since then, or however much he's been. Bill Bailey did a skit about him. Bill Bailey did a com- comedy sketch about Jean-Michel Jarre, saying that he was a fraud and saying that it was all made up and it, he never performed it live and stuff. I don't care. I don't care. It got me into music. Did that? So he created it, though. Didn't yeah, it? I think so. Yeah, he did. Yeah, in the first yeah. place. And I think, I think that's what um, got me into it. So yeah, Jean-Michel Jarre was my hero. Not now, not now, because you know life's moved on. Well, that's one but, thing um, I wanted to say. Like, I mean, it changes, doesn't it, with age? Yeah, yeah, it does. Because I, I was, I was, I mean, you know, as you know already, I was at Old Trafford yesterday. I was watching Marcus Rashford running down that wing and, like, I thought he was amazing yesterday and on fire. And I, th- I think if I was a 10, 11-year-old boy watching him, I'd be like, that's where I want to be, a young person playing yeah. for Manchester United. You know what I mean? And I think he probably would have ended up being my hero. But now, because he's younger than me, he's never going to be... I'm never going to be like, oh, he's, he's a legend, my hero and all that. And I think when you get yeah, older... 15 you get years younger, point, I don't think you end up looking up to people as much anymore. And I think you end up just thinking to yourself, well, you know, I know what I know now and that's what I know. And I think you start feeling that you could be a hero to other people. Like I'd, I'd hope that one day my son would turn around and say, you know, I, I'm, I'm his hero. And, you know, that's what I'd like to think. And I don't. I think it does change as you get older. I don't think you have heroes anymore. Once you, once you develop your career and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and you've got, you know, you've got people to look up to in in a 
professional capacity and you think well I want to take on some of that and I want yeah. to do a bit of that but that's all personal development isn't it it's not it's not idolised you don't idolise no them no I think I think it's changed as well over the years I think I think if you looked back to like the 50s 60s a lot of them people would have been like war heroes wouldn't they they wouldn't have necessarily been like musicians and things like that would they I mean I know a lot of the kids in the 50s 60s would have looked at Elvis and thought oh yeah but before then I think they would have been like war heroes or like like maybe film heroes I think sporting heroes I don't think they really existed until the 60s did they really I mean thinking of footballers you're probably looking like people like Bobby Moore and uh, George Best probably yeah yeah so I think it's changed over the years of what a hero can be. What worries me about thinking about that is, are these people from, um, oh, what's it, what they called? Oh, what's it called? Uh, oh, reality TV shows. Are they going to be seen as heroes? Well, like uh, Gaz or Geordie like, Shore or something. <laughs> oh yeah, that, like Mark Wright on the Only yeah. Ways Essex. Uh, yeah. Are people looking up to them, thinking, oh look what they've done, just living their own life and. I think that would make people lazy as well. Like, there's no, no work ethic in it. I know. I think it, it probably will change again. And I think, you know, we, we're going to go on now. You see real-life heroes yeah. who, who have changed the world. And they are. there are some people in the niche of what these people do that will be looking up to them and that will be studying their life and be applying because yeah there's a hero we think oh yeah I want to be David Beckham I want to be Jean-Michel I want to do that but we're not in a niche where we knew that we were going to be the next one like Marcus Rashford you said he's a footballer he probably did look up to David Beckham when he was three four he probably has done that and he's he's taken it seriously and he said I'm going to do that so like you say but now I'm just thinking Stephen Hawking for example uh huh He's a hero. He has changed the world with his yeah. theories, with his books, with his science, and with his defiance of multiple, what is it, uh, motor, neuron, motor neuron disease that he's got. Yeah. Um, well, he was, told, he was told he had two years left to live, didn't he? In 1963. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like 50 years later. And he's, he's just he's managed to defy every single expectation and everything. And people are looking up to him to say, I want to do that. I want to have that same motive. Yeah. He's got that motivation. He wants to, you know. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't understand him at all. Like, it's not my It's not my thing. Like, I, I'm not clever. I'm not scientific. What I don't get about it is it's all theories, isn't it? Like, yeah. everything, he's, everything he says, it, it's not a fact, is it? It's just a kind of guessing kind of game. Yeah, it's been backed up I by mean, a lot it's of got people, science but there is thing. no fact. Yeah. But, yeah it's, yeah, it's weird. But, I mean, I think just from is a, what is what happened with his disability and things like that, I feel like he's overachieved, hasn't he? And I feel like he's a real hero because of that. Absolutely. And people will forever remember him. And he, and he has been, you know, um, well, monumental in regards to the the science of life now Mm. that people just think that the big bang happened and the big bang theory and all of that is not a theory anymore and it's pretty much it's pretty much been proven but there is no fact yeah 
Um, but people will always look to it as gospel now. Yeah. So. So a couple more real life heroes. Um, Rosa Parks. Do you know Rosa Parks is Elliot? Rosa Parks was the civil rights girl in the states, right? The um, well, she was the one who was. Uh, this is the sat at the back of the bus, right? Yeah, she wouldn't give up a seat for a white man on the bus. Yes, um, she stood her ground, and, and I think that that had a massive impact on. Like, she's actually stood her ground. This woman said, "No, why should I have to give up my seat?" And I think it had a massive impact on the civil rights movement and continued through that now as a musician I, I remember when I was studying uh, music you learned a lot about the civil rights movement through soul music through people like Marvin Gaye Stevie Wonder and all these kind of people who who wouldn't play to segregated crowds like Ray Charles yeah um, blues I think Rosa Parks had a, had a massive impact on that and a real life hero I mean I, I also think a real life hero not just not just for black America but for women as well I think I think obviously women's rights weren't the same as they are now then I think the fact that she wouldn't give her seat up to a white man was just insane I mean and, and you think about that now if I got on a bus and I saw and there was no seats and there was a black woman sat in a seat I would not go up to that black woman and say get out your seat but I mean, no, back in the all. '60s, that was seen as acceptable to do. I, I just think it's insane, and, and good for her for not for not, you know, like basically saying, "No, I, I'm I, I'm equal here, and this is my rights." So I think she's yeah. a real life hero, and I think a lot of people can look up to that. And that was just one decision, a split decision. She was on the bus, and she said, "No, I'm I'm sat here," and she probably didn't think twice about saying that. You know, she might have thought about it afterwards. Got mm. home and thought, "Oh God, I'm going to get, I'm going to get arrested for that or something," because it was illegal. You know, I don't know what um, actually happened at the time. I don't know if she actually got arrested at the time, taken off the boat. I don't know. She probably did. I, I don't know. I don't know about it. Some people probably studied this more um, than than we know, but yeah, probably she probably has done that. Um, but it's just it's just incredible that these things I couldn't even imagine apartheid right now like we know people that were alive in the 50s and 60s mm. when it when it was big and it was a lot bigger in the states oh yeah than it was here like it was hardly I mean we we had racism here but not to anywhere near the level that it was no. over there um and I could I can't imagine it now in the world that we live in I just can't imagine it it's crazy isn't it actually even thinking about Mental. it segregated yeah. crowds and I mean it's all oh, that film we were talking about uh, the other week uh, remember the Titans yeah that, that yeah, film's yeah. all about isn't it that's when the first white the mixed race schools came together and the football yeah. team were the one which kind of brought everyone's spirits together the American football team so I mean yeah I mean I'm to still talking about the civil rights movement another massive hero Martin Luther King Jr Martin Luther King Jr yeah uh, I mean, if it wasn't for him you'd probably he was the big campaigner with it all, wasn't he? Really, the, the peaceful yeah. campaigns as well. It was nothing aggressive, no, no, no violence kind of thing. And I think that's why he's seen as the hero. On the flip side, like you had Malcolm X, who was yes very aggressive and trying to. He wanted black people to be more powerful, didn't he? Than than that. So massive hero, yeah. there, Martin Luther King Jr. I think he just says one. And this last one, you, you've put this one down, haven't you? I have put it down, yeah. And this is bringing it now to the to the current day and uh quite similar to Stephen Hawking in a sense it's Elon Musk now Elon Musk is the founder 
um, of a few companies that we that we know of. Uh, Tesla, which is the self-driving, uh, fully electric cars. Um, the self-driving element is being tested and it's being integrated and all of that. Tesla's a fully self-sustaining electric cars, which is incredible for the carbon footprint. He knew that it was possible, he did it. Uh, he's also founded SpaceX, which has sent a reusable, recyclable um, rocket into space and landed it, and he could reuse it, refuel it, so that all of that can be used again. Um, and he wants to get us to Mars. And he was also the founder of PayPal uh, and other little companies in the past. And he's just founded them, built them, grown them, sold them. And he's like, he's a billionaire now from from what he is but he's a successful entrepreneur who okay he's he's got a physics degree but he's learnt all of his stuff from just reading and studying people and now he's a rocket scientist and now he's a bionuclear engineer and all of this and whatever he's done is just studied people and he's grown and now there are kids looking at him thinking He's the youngest billionaire in the world, is in his 40s. Like, well, he's not the youngest, obviously. The Facebook guy was the youngest, but um, he has made what he wants because he wants it. And he's gone and got it. And he said that everything's possible and that we can go to Mars and that we can do this and we can do that and we will and he is and he's going to do that. So he's never said no to anything, I don't think. He just wants to do it. I like that. Positive attitude into life. I think he's also a complete nutcase as well, which helps. Always. <laughs> yeah. Aren't the best people are, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. He's mad. Mad as a box of frogs. Yeah. But, yeah, positive. Positivity gets gets everything. I don't right? understand things like... like What I don't get about that more than anything is, why, why do you want to go to Mars? Well... Why? Why did you want to go to the moon? I didn't. Yeah, but why did people want to go to the moon? I didn't. Well, you didn't, but someone did. Yeah, but why? What if the Earth dies? What what if it does? It's the end of life, isn't it? Well, no. We'll figure it out. We'll go to Mars. I'm not not into that, me. What what happens if your car breaks? My car? Get it fixed? Oh, yeah. What happens if you crash your car and you can't get it fixed? Get a new one. Exactly. So what if the earth breaks? Oh, I suppose, yeah, you get a new one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. nah. I, have you, I hate moving house, me. Never mind moving planet. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever moved house? It's a bloody nightmare, isn't it? You pull out things you don't even know exist, but I'm a right hoarder, me. Are you a hoarder? I, yes, I'm I terrible. Am, yeah. I'm just like, no, no, no. Well, keep that piece of paper. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a piece that of one paper. piece of paper with someone's name on it from 1999. See, <laughs> I went around my dad's a while ago and he had like a load of old football programmes which one of his uncles gave him. And like right. talking about hoarders, my dad is the biggest hoarder ever. And he asked me to go through some of these programmes because he thought it might be worth some money. And this was of the days where, you know, when you went to the local team who was at home. So we had loads of City programmes yeah. and loads of United programmes, but they were from, like, the 60s when, like, Matt Busby were playing, the 68 and all that, okay, you know, yeah. the European Cup. So I was looking through them, and I was going through, and in this box, a piece of paper, my dad's report from the from the school, 
1975 telling him like what he should be doing for a job i'm like why have you got this he's like oh, oh, oh let's have a look let's have a look at that all right and he's probably still put it back in that box and kept it it's yeah, just like, yeah, you absolutely. don't really need it but no i'm not i'm not into moving planets I, I'll, I'll i'll go down with this ship as dido said <laughs> chances are you won't not we'll, we'll be long gone before that happens N- no no, nah. no. I think we'll probably be alive when someone goes to Mars, but um, not when we move there. Well, it's exciting, that, isn't it? Um, it'd be quite cheap to buy a house there, wouldn't it? First time. Would it though? Yeah, real estate'd be great. Not there. Haven't got a Starbucks drive-through, have they? No. Anyway, we need to go on. Let's do it. Let's do this. Right, so it's now a week after the Oscars, the 90th Oscars, and two weeks ago we uh, we put some bets on, didn't we, Rob? We, we, we didn't predicted put bets on. the Oscars. We didn't, come on. Well, we predicted the Oscar results, and the loser has to, well, the, the winner and the loser has to donate to their charity. So, yeah, it's not a bet, but it's a pledge. Pledge. Yeah, pledge. Uh, I, did you watch it? So, I didn't watch it live. Um, I watched the highlights the day after. Um, it's just like a, a platform for pub, uh, for political gain and uh, mm. all of that. People have got things to say and stuff. It was probably the most boring one Never. ever. Don't interest me. I watch them all the time, me. I, I love it. I, love but, it. I, I mean, I like to know all that were an Oscar because then I think, oh, I might watch that film. But I'm not interested yeah. in watching them go up and get the awards. I tell you, when one I did though, I had to watch Matthew McConaughey's speech a few years ago. Okay, you had to. Well, yeah, because he started it like, "All right, all right, all right." Have you ever seen Days and Confused? <laughs> just, yeah, I had to all watch right, it because right, of that. Right. But I, yeah. I only watch things like that because someone that said, "Watch it because it's a good speech." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was a good speech. I enjoyed it. It was that uh, the Matthew McConaughey one. But okay, so here we go, Rob. We predicted the best picture. You predicted uh, three billboards in yeah. the Zuzuzuzuri. I just went off the. And odds, I predicted the, the shape of. Wa- yeah, yeah, and I predicted the shape of water. The correct result was the shape of water. Oh, <laughs> point so for you. <laughs> that means. One for me. So so far, you've got to give five pounds to the Pearl of Africa. What's it called? Yeah, Pearl of Pearl Africa. Africa Children's Choir. Oh, man's going to be children's thing. Man's going to be sent Mungo's homeless uh, charity. Uh, best actor, we both put Gary Oldman for The Darkest Hour, and he won it. It's good that I'm so, a British actor as well. Yeah, yeah. Why are you saying like that? Yeah, yeah, cool, man, cool. Why, 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 do you not think it's a good thing? Groovy. Yeah, no, I do. I thought, I, I mean, it was incredible. Exceptional. That's in it. I really want to watch good. it soon. Um, actress, we both went for Frances McDormand in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and she won that. She, uh, that was amazing. You need to see that. I, see that. I Three will. Billboards. I'm going to watch that yep. one. Best original score, Shape of Water. Uh, is it good that won music? It with both. The music's good, yeah. The music is good. Best ever? One of the best ever? Um, no. Best of a bad bunch? Best of the bad bunch. 
Mm. Well, best of an average bunch. So I put the final scores were that because you got one wrong, uh, I'll donate £15 to Shelter. Um, and you donate £20. You donate the full four to Pearl of Africa. So you got them all right then? I got them all right. Well. I got them all right. Thank you, thank you. Can I collect my Oscar now? I see, that's because you watch films and that, though. You know what I mean? I don't really watch that kind of stuff, me. Well, you did well to get three. Three I out of four. I just looked at the odds, mate, and just <laughs> picked the favourite. <laughs> yeah, well, you did well, and I'm proud of you. Well, um, I watched uh, the other day. Do you know what I watched the other day? It was really good. Williams, um, the story of Frank Williams. Uh, all right. The F- F1, F1 team, Williams. Oh, right, yeah. Documentary. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. Um, that's all right. Uh, but I need I need suggestions. So if anyone wants to get in touch and tell me about good films or f- like series I can watch on Netflix or Amazon Prime because I'm a member of them now. You see. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm part part of them both. So mm. please get in touch and let me know. Hang on, my mic's just gone funny. Oh, it's back now. It's back now. But uh, yeah. yeah, please let me know because I I, I want to watch some good stuff. Have you got any suggestions but now? Look- just you can throw at me. What TV or film or both or what? Both. Both. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I haven't. There we go. Um, line Line of Duty TV. All right. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll it's look- on Netflix. Line of Duty. I'll have a look at that. Can you hear him? Can you hear Harry? I can't. Can you not? That's okay then. I can hear him. <laughs> I think we should probably tie it up there, Rob. Let's do it. Let's tie it up. So, I mean, it's been a good day. I hope wherever you are, you're celebrating Mother's Day um, in a nice way. Did you hear him then? I did hear him then, yeah. He's shouting. Um, So, happy Mother's Day to to every every mother. Um, And if you uh, are a mother without anyone to to be there with you, uh, then happy Mother's Day from us. We can be here virtually, digitally. Is a cuddle and a virtual uh, daffodil from us. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? It is a virtual daffodil. Can't beat that. Uh, and yeah, remember you can always get in touch with us at Is This Life PC on Twitter or Is This Life PC at gmail.com uh, via the old internet. And you can also send a postcard to P.O. Box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't really have one at 0101. No, we don't. We should get a PO box postcard. I'd love that postcards. We, we need listeners for that, though. Eh? Postcards. Anyway, we um, we do have an Instagram now. If if our listeners are on Instagram at is this life PC, same as Twitter. Um, there, I'm posting a, a photo every day, pretty much of that. Oh, good stuff. In fact, should I post one now? Should I do one now? What are you doing? I'm going to take a photo of us, Rob. Oh, I'm excited. Should I? What do I need yeah. to do? Give it, just give us a wave. There we are. So that's going to go on Instagram now. Oh. Clever, isn't it, this stuff? Back in the day, you used to have to get a dark room, didn't you? You did, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Right, well, I think that's it, innit? Yeah. So uh, until next week, I've been Elliot. I've been Rob. And this has been... Is This Nice Live... <laughs> Bye.
So if you like what you heard, why not subscribe to the podcast for some weekly ramblings from us too? Or you can follow us over on Twitter at IsThisLifePC. 